So I left you hanging with the pseudo-teaser cliffhanger of the woman who made a podcast. Now, normally when I say, look, Ma, I made the podcast, you know, I was, I guess a couple people got confused. It's not me saying, hey, Ma, you know, DC's Ma, hey, I made a podcast. It was, you know, in a moment of exclamation of this dumb motherfucker that made the damn podcast. You know, just, I don't understand how the fuck you can do that. But this lady made the podcast. She made the podcast not only due to her stupidity, her anger, her angst, but she made the podcast due to her actions. And, you know, it's not like a perfect storm, you know, where the perfect storm is a collusion of events and they all come together at once. Yeah. This lady was like just mad events. Just all domino effects. Now, down south, on major thoroughfares, we are, as I may mention before, we have been made aware that the south has ride patrol police, along with regular police. And now the ride, ride share police, their job, is specifically to police and monitor the rideshare vehicles. They are only one of the many cities that has a police force dedicated to rideshare monitoring, which makes it doubly difficult because there are not marked vehicles, not standard, but they're very inconspicuous. And they have been known to be a little more rough handling. And as everybody knows your boy DC, I have my issues with the popo. I'm just going to put that shit out there. If anybody heard a couple of podcasts to go about my getting pulled over in the HOV lane. Yeah, those are some of the issues I have with the popo. I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know if it's profiling, if it's MIB or MDB, but, you know, whatever. So I get this ping, ping, and it's been a fair day. I've come, I haven't gotten to Papa Shango yet, so this lady was the precursor to Papa Shango. And I guess looking back on it now and making this podcast, this should have been the precursor or as people always used to say, you look back and say what events led up to something, this bitch led up to it. So she's on a main thoroughfare. Now, both sides of the streets, it's a three lane, it's a four lane street, very busy. 
and she has placed her pickup location right at a corner of the intersection. Both intersections very busy. Common sense, turn onto the street, you find a safe place to pull over, and you park. Put on your hazards, hazards being that they designate your vehicle. Hazards on means other drivers are aware, hey, this car is stopped, and it lets you know that if you're looking out for a vehicle, oh, this vehicle matches up with what's on the app, and it has its hazards on. Common sense would say that's probably the rideshare vehicle you're looking for. Not to mention the fact that, you know, I got the bat signal on the front and that I've also got, I've also got the rideshare decals that are on there. So, you know, we're going on common sense. Of course, flag. Never ever expect someone to go on your line of thinking especially with rideshare because you know that shit never works so the clock is ticking down and you know me I'm sitting in a car and I'm looking at the clock and I'm ticking it down and it's ticking we're at one minute and counting and the phone rings and I'm like shite thank you for calling rideshare this is your boy DC how may I assist you sir or ma'am no answer so I hang up you know whatever it rings again thank you for calling rideshare this is your boy DC still no answer now we've got two no answers and we're now down to 48 seconds. Third call. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? And of course, you know, me being an asshole, I'm immediately thinking of the little guy in the suit or the shirt and jacket with the glasses. He's due to Verizon commercial. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? good and he keeps walking yeah I'm immediately thinking of that and of course you know let's start off this ride with a joke so of course can you hear me now I can hear you I'm like oh boy she speaks another language and it ain't English and it's not one that I know so we're already gonna have difficulties Assess the situation, know the situation, and that way you can set expectations for the situation. Classic military training, classic military approach, use it, use it well. And I'm like, yes ma'am, I don't see you. I'm in front of a sushi bar. It is approximately three stores down from your location. I see that, again, there's a little yellow dot. I see the little yellow dot. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but the car stops at the dot. So I look out and I'm looking around, looking around. 
don't see this lady. And of course, time is still ticking down. Now we're into wait time. I don't see you. Are you standing outside? No, I'm inside the building. Why are you inside the building? You know, that's what the dancing monkey said. Because the dancing monkey is screaming in the back of his my head. And it's saying, bitch, you called for a ride. Why are you inside the building? You know your ass lives on a busy-ass fucking intersection. And you just gonna hide inside the building and, you know, magically, deliciously, like a leprechaun, I'm gonna pop up and be like, Padow! I'm here! What's up? Right. Ma'am, you need to come out the building. Back in the monkey's mind. Why the hell should I tell this broad who ordered a freaking car that she needs to come out the building and look for me? What color is your car? It's black and I have my hazards on. Where are you? I'm in front of the sushi bar. Three doors down from your current look. I still don't see you. Are you standing outside? Hold on, let me go outside and see if I see you. I'm like, okay. Teeth sucking, eyes rolling. Deep breaths. Dancing monkey needs the rating. Dancing monkey needs the rating. Dancing monkey needs the ratings. Yeah. So out comes this lady. Now, mind you, we're in the south. Heavily populated city. Heavily populated intersection. Not trying to be stereotypical. Not trying to be racist. Because I'm neither. But if you tell me. As she did. I may... I am a African woman and I am black and I'm standing on the corner with a lot of black people and I'm saying to myself okay that's like trying to find the needle in a goddamn haystack with an oven mitt on can you be more descriptive can you give your boy DC a little more you know description hey how about clothes how about hair Facial, you know, anything distinctive. And she starts walking around. I'm like, okay. So I'm looking around, scanning the scene, trying to find this broad. And I look, and I'm like, okay. I see someone with crusty the clown hair. With a phone up to their ear. Sunroof's open. I was like, ma'am. Look for a long white arm, kind of copper. It's got a hand, it's coming. That is you in the sunroof? You are tall. Yes, ma'am, I am. You know, in the whole scope of things, I'm trying to make money, not sit here and have a freaking conversation. How about you get the fuck in the car? Right. Again, common sense. So she comes strolling down. And she's strolling down. Past the sushi bar. 
past the black car with its hazards on. Past the black car with its hazards on and the hand sticking out of the sunroof. Yep, completely passed. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, I have enough time invested that I should just be a dumbass and I should just fucking leave. Cancel the call, bitch didn't show up. Too stupid to find the fucking ride. Should be the statement put into the fucking comment. But no. Dancing Monkey needs the rating. Dancing Monkey needs the ratings. Yeah. So I rolled down the window. Pronounce her name. She turns around. I did not see you. Yeah, it's called hiding in plain sight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mossy oak camouflage. Right, get the fuck in the car. So she gets in. Buckles up. And now she's on the phone. So, of course, what can we not do? Confirm. Because you always confirm the location of where they're going. She's on the phone. She's having a conversation about God knows what. And what can't we do? Can't confirm where she's going. So, guess what? Roll the dice. And let's just drive. Because it's a decent little run. I mean, it's not mile, but it's good. You know, she's going to the airport. Now, the airport is easy because it's one of the least confusing ones to actually get to. That's not true. It's one of the least confusing to navigate. That's not true. Um, it's a pain in the ass because it technically is not in the south. It's more in a, like, southwest corridor of the south. But you gotta cross a bridge, a river, and go through a whole bunch of bullshit to get to it. But, you know, we'll leave that one alone. And there ain't too many exits out of it, and every exit out of it is leading basically into another dead-end area. Like, they really didn't want motherfuckers flying out of this damn airport. But, you know, zip through, go through traffic, duck, dodge, dip, and dive. Great. The map says drop off at the bottom. That's what it says. It says drop off at arrivals. Anybody remember what I just said? This broad's been on the phone. Her English, she no talk a good like me and you. Right. There you go. Can't confirm because she's on the phone talking some whatever it is to whoever it is on the phone and it must have been fucking interesting right so we pull into the airport and common sense you know we're on airport grounds start talking if you need to go somewhere else and as I'm in the left Making a left. Wheels turning to the what? Anybody? Left. Because the airport is not 
uncrowded. It's middle of the day, a little bit earlier, so the airport's rather crowded. Means traffic. Why would you sit there and scream and beat the seat? I need to go to Southwest Terminal A, Terminal A. And she's pointing all the way over to the right. Four lanes of traffic, a traffic circle, and about 30 cars that stand between me and her destination. Anybody want to say it with old boy DC? Not my goddamn problem, because guess what? I tried to confirm, you got on the phone, you ignored me. We're now here, the map says drop you off here. So I pull up to the location. I told you, Southwest! And she starts screaming. And I'm like, breathe deep. Ma'am, I am late. That ain't my damn problem. Piss poor planning does not constitute an emergency on my part. And you know what? Those were the honest to God words that I said. Because at this point in time, you don't... You, you, Mm. Let the Lord, baby Jesus, calm my nerves. You don't beat my seat. One. You don't scream. Two. You don't act like I'm an ignorant savage who is driving a vehicle. Because, you know, the dancing monkey in the back is pretty much already going to say this and say this well. I'm a highly intelligent machine. Far more intelligent than a lot of people give me credit for, and that's their damn problem. But as I told her, and I'll be more than frank to tell anybody else, piss poor planning does not constitute an emergency on my part. I can't confirm your location. You don't want to fucking talk to me. You get the fuck dropped off where you at. Anything else is a fucking courtesy. Right. Anybody catch the inflection? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me? Is what she's proclaiming. And I'm saying in the back of my mind, you're a crazy cunt. That's what the fuck is wrong with you. You, your kabuki hair, your wild attitude, and, you know, your breath smell like feet. I'm just going to say it. Somebody need to give your ass a breath mint. But now, I said, ma'am, you need to calm down. I'm not calming down. I'm I'm late. Okay, that ain't my damn problem. Is there a problem with me flipping around and going around the airport again? What do you mean flipping around? Meaning I will go in a circle. Meaning that the car goes beep beep. And it will go to the right. It will go up the ramp. It will go to the left. And then it will slowly make its way around the ramp and then fold over, being it will merge over to the right lane and let you off at the correct destination that you did not enter inside of the application that you are calling Rideshare. Because see, now you brought out the old DC, the military compliant DC. The one who's going to break shit down 
into very small increments for you. Increments that you can understand. So we pulling over. Loop around, pull over to the Southwest Terminal, and I'm letting her out. And she proceeds to get out. And then she decides that she's going to take it upon herself to slam the door. You know, passive aggressiveness, take your aggression out on something, inanimate, whatever. And she walks into the terminal. And I sit there and I furiously type up a nice little note detailing exactly what happened, explaining exactly what should have happened. And you know what? Anybody want to say what she got? And she got a one star and a Bible verse. And on that note, this wonderful lady has made the podcast all to herself and I will check y'all out later with the next episode um, of course you know there's always going to be more episodes because the more times I work down there the more weird and crazy shit I get into but this one is a wrap Thanks to all my new subscribers. Um, thank you to all of y'all who have supported me. And uh, look forward to talking to y'all next on the next episode. And with that, peace.